Hey everyone, I'm Alex. And I'm Courtney. And this is Nerds at Odds. Nerds at Odds is your weekly podcast about all things in nerd culture and beyond. And if you want to get the show early, ad-free, with the ability to submit your questions, comments, concerns, and so much more, head on over to patreon.com slash nerds at odds. And we'd like to remind everyone to rate and review the podcast and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, at Nerds at Odds. And if you hear uh, bells during the podcast or anything like that, that's Kita. Our yeah, I, I try my best to edit around it, but she is um omnipresent. Is that the word for it? It's it's like when we are trying to record, she knows it, and yeah. she wants her presence to be heard. Now on into what we've been up to. Courtney, what have you been doing recently? So, I've been doing some stuff. Some stuff? Yeah. We'll start with the light stuff first. Okay. Uh, playing some Stardew with you. Yeah. Playing a little bit of Katamari Damacy. Mm-hmm. Watching YouTube. Okay. Playing a little bit of Pokemon Diamond. Just started it last night. I um, mean, you've already played the game. You just yeah wanting to do something while we wait for the remake, which we'll talk about later. Yes. And the big thing that I did this week is that I watched the High School Musical movies and the High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah, season one of that show. Season one. That's the only season that's out. Yeah. Um, but they are doing a new one, right? I th- yes. They mm-hmm. kind of left on a cliffhanger. So what's the best High School Musical movie? I mean, one is really good, but I think three's my favorite. Okay, two, no? Two's not great. Is the series as good as the movies? No. No, not even close? I mean, it's it's good. There's just, a like, a lot more drama. What? All the High School Musical movies were only released as, like, DCOMs, right? No. They were theatrically released? I think the third one was. The last one, I think, yeah. actually got a theater release. Okay. That makes sense, because I think High School Musical is probably the most... It's the biggest DCOM to reach, like, the cultural zeitgeist. Like, everybody at that time was, like, into High School Musical. Yeah. Your parents, your siblings, everybody at school. It was a big deal. I mean, it it got so big that they actually had the actors go and do, like, concerts of the songs and stuff. So it's it's insane how big High School Musical got. So it makes sense that the third one would be the one to get the theatrical release. Which I know, listen, I know, I understand. Lots of Troy Bolton fans, a.k.a. Zac Efron. Mm. People love Zac Efron. I understand. He's great. Wasn't my favorite. I enjoyed Lucas Graviel, a.k.a. Ryan Evans, Sharpay's uh, twin Mm. brother. I think Zac Efron has come a long way in his career from being that guy in High School Musical, you know, the doofy haircut. He was like skinny dude to being what Zac Efron is now who is, like, ripped, and he also, it seems like he's becoming a much better actor as time goes on. Yeah, well, I always like, I always like the, not the leading actors as much Mm. in High School Musical, and even in High School Musical, the musical, the series. I liked the supporting characters more. Like, I love Lucas Graviel, a.k.a. Ryan. I love Corbin Blue's character, Chad. I love... I forget the composer girl's name. I think it's like... 
I have a question. Yeah. That is loosely based on High School Musical, but mostly Disney as a whole. Yeah. Because High School Musical was a decom. Has Disney Plus ended decoms? I don't think so. Like, what's Disney doing with their programming on their TV channel? Is, like, I don't think they can focus on Disney Plus having original programming and have their TV channel have it. Because, like, High School Musical Musical Series or any of these other Disney-type shows or Disney movies, not, like, the Star Wars stuff and all that. I think that Disney is so big that they they can, like... does it work make, on multiple projects? Do you think it makes sense for them to be like, we're making High School Musical, the musical, the series, and it's only Disney Plus, and then we're making X show, and it's only Disney Channel? I don't. It just. I seems don't think weird. it's only Disney Channel. I think that you can get it on Disney Plus. So, so, so you're saying like, I think Disney Plus is now their thing, the thing they are trying to push content for, and it's like you could also, I guess, watch it on TV if you wanted. There, there are some things that you can watch on TV. I feel like the majority of the stuff, you, like, uh, I think Girl Meets World, um, I don't know if that's still a thing. I think Girl Meets World started before Disney Plus did. It did, yes. Yeah. Also, like, it seems like streaming services have are going to kill, like, the uh, Blu-ray physical media thing. They would, except for places that don't have great internet. That makes sense. I mean, I guess I'm speaking from a, a American viewpoint. Like, you can't go out and buy season one of Mandalorian on Blu-ray. You can't do that. It just, it just, it's weird to think about it like that. It's, but anyway, you're hijacking my explanation of High School Musical, oh. which I don't appreciate. Anywho, High School Musical, the musical, the series. The first couple episodes, you're like, there's no one enjoyable in this show, really. But I wanted to keep it up. So I continued to watch it, because I, I kind of like drama. A little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's why I read webtoons. So I'm watching it, and I actually start caring about some of these characters. I love the interactions between a character named Big Red and another character ma- named Ashlyn. I love them. I love Carlos. And I for- I think he's with Sebastian. Mm. I have a question. Yeah. How many episodes were there? Do you remember? There are 10 episodes. Are they like 20-something minutes apiece? They're about 20-some, 30-some. Okay. I think the last one might have been like 40-something. It's interesting. It's less so about the musical itself and more about like the people in it. Oh, oh Real quick, you, you told me something interesting. Because I thought this show was based on... The characters in High School Musical went to this high school, and now the show is based on doing a play about those characters. That's what I thought. That's what I thought, too, but that's not what the show's about. No, so the show is about... So, in the show's universe, High School Musical, the actual movie series, Mm -hmm. like all three movies, is real. And they just happen to film those movies at this high school. At that high school. Which Which is extra complicated. There is a high school... Where people still go to school where High School Musical Mm. was filmed, which is crazy. Yeah. And they actually have, like, so if you've ever watched High School Musical, you know that Sharpay has a pink locker. And they still have the pink locker. And I'm like, does anyone get it? Does anyone get that pink locker? Does anyone? Crazy. Maybe you have to pay extra to get that locker. Maybe. But it's just, I, I would love to go to see that high school at some point in my life that seems Um, weird 
hey, you want to go hang out at this high school? <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, I love it. Yeah. Anywho, there's a couple of cameos from the original cast. No Zac Efron, though. Like. No Zac, there's two cameos. One is, I can't even remember her name, but she's in all three movies and she's great. Hmm. She's like this nerd who likes to break dance. Okay. Is her thing. She's like a big dancer, but she's also nerdy and smart. And then Lucas Grabeel shows up. And I'm just like, yes, because he was my he was my crush. Oh yeah. In from the movie. He's like 34, 35 now. So it's kind of sad to be like, oh, he's old. Oh, he's get, he's getting he's, up there. He's older now. It's not that much older than we well, are. Well, I mean, I remember in elementary school is when, I guess. is when high school musical came out. Yeah. The first one. And then they took like maybe a year or two to get the second one out. And Miley Cyrus makes a brief appearance appearance of that at the very end. Oh, yeah. And then the third one came out while I think we were in high school. I feel like we were in that high school. That makes about well, I mean, if it took two years to get the second one out, then we're almost in middle school or in middle school. And then a couple more years after that we would have been in high school. So. I don't know. But they grew up a lot. Anywho, one thing I don't like about the high school musical movies is they always make Sharpay the bad guy, but at the end of every movie, they're like, and she's learned from her mistakes. <laughs> I thought basketball was the bad guy in High School Musical. No, it's Sharpay. It's okay. always Sharpay. And then basketball? And like the sport itself is, no. is a bad guy? So like, I guess, so in the first one, Sharpay's like, oh, we can't let these non-theater people in, and I also want to date Troy Bolton. <laughs> and then the second one is like the summer after that. Well, before that, she's like, oh, well, you'll do a great job, break a leg, all that other stuff. It seems like she's gotten nicer. And then in the other, in the second one, it's like the summer, she invites Troy to come work at her place so she can get with him mm. and maybe also sing with him. And he it gets all of his friends also hired at the place, including Gabriella. And then Sharpay spends the whole summer trying to break them up and get Troy to sing with her. So she's the bad guy again. At the end of it, they're like, oh, well, Gabriella and and Sharpay and Taylor is the other girl's name. They're like, oh, we're friends now. And then the third movie starts and Sharpay is like, oh, I want the show to be mine. And I understand she's trying to get into Juilliard or something, but she sends Troy, Gabriella's like, acceptance into this special program that will get her to leave early so that she can be the star of the show and it's like why is she always got to be the bad guy i don't i don't i think you're just you know looking too much into the story of these high school musical films listen i'm just saying they're like hey she's good yeah. she's good now she's bad guy again she's bad guy again i can't what do you want from me yeah i also feel like the bad guy in the third movie is like growing up and being an adult and making decisions and not like saying with the your friends just because you want them to or they want you to it's mm. like troy's making his own path in life and not doing what everybody expects him to do which is basketball yeah but he's also staying with gabriella the series is pretty good first few episodes a little rough but the characters actually start having like emotions and stuff so that's nice that's nice to hear yeah and i don't know it's got some new songs in it. It has some of the original songs, mm. some new songs. The new songs are pretty good. And the two main actors actually wrote one of the songs. That's nice. I tried to watch the Christmas special, but one, it's not Christmas. Oh. Uh. 
and and two, it, like nothing really pertains to the story. I don't think that sounds. About and right. I had a headache. Nice. And I was like, I don't want to listen. Too much to, high school musical. I don't want to listen to people sing Christmas music yeah. with my headache. Have you been up to anything else? Was that about wrap it up? That that might be it. Well, I have been playing more Destiny two, obviously. Play Stardew with Courtney, which was fun, and I've been doing two other things. Now I feel like I could talk about it at length, not High School Musical Courtney length, but I could talk more. You not, want me to talk not, more? I think I think I think that's that's enough for have High School I Musical. Have I alienated some of our audience? Uh, I mean, you didn't rate them on the patented notes at odds rating scale. I'm not rating anything. You're not rating them. This is this is the thing. You rate stuff. I yeah. don't. That's our thing. Oh, that's all thing. That's our thing. Well, I have been playing the Outriders demo on PlayStation Five. Outriders is. I think it comes out in April. It's a, another one of these looter shooter type games. It's from Square Enix. It's a lot like Division with like third person cover shooting and kind of anthem looking designs. I think it's whatever the demo. The the cutscenes run at a crisp eleven frames a second. Cool. And it and it seems like I don't understand how you can film a cutscene in a video game with shaky cam. It looks like someone's running down the street trying to film the cutscene with like a phone. That's how shaky it looks. And I don't understand why a video game cutscene is filmed like that. But like you're trying to focus on this person talking to you, but the camera's bouncing all over the place. It's just the cutscenes are poorly done. But the story is kind of interesting. The gameplay is forgettable. The cutscenes are poorly filmed and run bad, but the story's interesting. But I don't know if I can get behind playing this another another looter shooter game when I'm already 400, 500 hours into Destiny. Can I say another quick thing about High School Musical? Sure. So, the first and second movie, they look the same, right? The people? The same quality. Oh, this, okay, cinematography. Yes. Okay. But the third movie, right? looks so much but you start it up and you're like this looks good that's because it's supposed to be like the theatrically released yeah, it's, one you're yeah. like "Ooh, this looks good yeah <laughs> it's it's like perfect yeah and i think some of my favorite songs are in this movie like the boys are back is really good yeah mm. there's some great songs from like the musical they're doing in that and i think it's filmed really well okay and i like the character development in the third one more than at any of the other ones, because right. there's, like, no character That's where you want to get all your character developments in the last in movie. In the last movie, yeah. yeah. So back to Outriders. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I don't... You could check out the demo. I don't think it's going away, even after the game releases, but I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to pay $60 to play a game that's mediocre. I've also been playing Diablo 3 on Switch. I was talking about how I wanted to get it on Switch last week if it was on sale, and it was on sale for 70% off, I think like the very next day so i was like let me get that have you played hades i know people are talking about hades a lot i feel like you should play hades no well you know i wanted to play diablo 3 well i think it's very diablo-esque i think hades is a roguelike and not like a crpg i don't understand (laughs) they're completely different genres is what i'm saying okay well people like hades and you might like Hades. okay i mean I, i might check it out afterwards i feel like Diablo 3 is a great game, obviously. It sold like 30 million copies. People love it. It's been out for like 8 years. But... Maybe they should make a new Diablo. Diablo 4 is coming out like next year. Oh. Uh-huh. But between Diablo 2 and 3 was like a decade. So... <laughs> but I don't I don't really need to talk about Diablo 3. You know what the game is. It's been out for almost a decade. I want to bring up the 
idea that it is weird, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word. But there's a bunch of games that have been out for a while that are coming to Switch. And Switch is the best place to play these games. Diablo 3, I think, is the best is best played on Nintendo Switch. You can hold it because it's like a top-down game. Yeah. But it's right there in your hands. It feels so much better to play because I played it on PlayStation before. And I was like, I don't know, I'm not getting into this but it's so much better on switch and i feel like like civilization 6 is another game mm-hmm. so it's just weird that or cool i guess if you have a nintendo switch that all these games are just better just by the fact that you can play them in your lap yeah i love civ 6 i might start playing that again yeah gotta get it in before snap comes out though yeah, yeah well you gotta that's uh, gonna be the next months of my yeah life. two months until pokemon snap come out i'm so excited we have been playing Stardew, like we said, almost through summer. It's going great. Mm-hmm. We got the Stardew board game before it sold out. Yes. Which is exciting. I don't have a date on when that's going to arrive. It's going to be a birthday present. But it looks so much fun. Apparently, if you guys haven't heard, you should really check it out because it looks so like high quality. It's like a cooperative board game. Yeah, it's one to four players. And how many players you have like changes how long it takes yeah. to play the game? The description says about 45 minutes to an hour per player Mm -hmm. so this could take like four hours to do basically what you're doing is you and whoever you're playing with are farmers and you're trying to stop jojo from taking over the town so you're basically playing through the first year of the game and you're trying to complete all the things before the end of the first year to stop jojo Mm -hmm. so it looks like what you'll do is you have like decks of cards for like community center stuff tools tools and all that but like it looks like community center, like you take the deck and you shuffle it, and you deal out a number of cards, mm-hmm. and that's what you have to complete that game. It's kind of like the remix bundle. Yeah, yeah, it feels like that. And there's cards for like seasons, and you plant crops and grow them. So I guess you're just trying to complete the community center in like a year of gameplay. And I guess you take turns trying to harvest crops of fish to do these things. And it looks really fun. It looks so cool. And I'm super excited to get it in. No clue when it's supposed to come in. No. No but I'm idea. Super excited. But I will play it like yeah. crazy, probably. And for those of you who didn't get it, Chucklefish, the guy who makes the game, said that if there's enough interest... No, Consumdate. Consumdate. Consumdate makes the game. Chucklefish is the publisher. Yes. Consumdate, who makes the game on Twitter, said that there was enough interest. They'd do a second print. And seeing as how the first print sold out in like a day... I'm assuming they're going to do a second point, so just keep an eye on that. So lucky that we got it in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very, very lucky. I just saw it on his Twitter. I was like, gotta gotta buy this. It was like 50 bucks, 60 bucks, I think, and which seems reasonable for a board game with all those pieces. Yes, it's like it's an expansive board game, yeah. what it looked like. Apparently, I mean, it's going to take like an hour and a half, two hours for us now, to play. Now, here's the thing, though. I've got to get my sister into Stardew before I can get her into the board game. Because she's not going to want to play the board game. Some random farming game. She doesn't even like... She, I bring up Stardew and she's like, I want to play Farmville. And I'm like, it's not Farmville. No, it's, it's, it's very It's so in-depth. good. I feel like Stardew is a very in-depth video game. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard to get into if you're not looking for that peaceful living on a farm experience, right? I feel like this board game is also going to be equally as complex i feel like the board game is going to be kind of stressful since you have that time frame yeah i mean technically you have a time frame to complete the community center but it's two years Mm -hmm. 
But nothing bad happens if you don't complete the community well, center in two years. Well, from, from the cards that I've read, I mean, it's it's only a year, right? But that's to condense the game. Like, I'm pretty sure there's only 12 levels of the mine in the in the board game. Yeah. It's only 12 levels. So it looks like it's just a condensed year. I'm excited for that. We have a HelloFresh shipment coming in. Yes. Today at some point. We're uh, excited not for it. sponsored. Not sponsored. But we used a code from Brutal Moose. So if you like Brutal Moose or you haven't heard of him, we enjoy his YouTube channel. Go check his... You really like the Brutal Food stuff. I like listening to people. I love, like, Good Mythical Morning. So I just like listening to people rate things and try things. Maybe we should talk about the YouTubers we watch at some point. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good episode. But I'm excited for that. I mean, he it's... does he does like uh food reviews. He does some video game stuff, less video game stuff recently. Done a lot of like old shows, VHS tapes. Yeah, he has. He likes to buy old VHS tapes and see what people have like taped onto them. Mm -hmm. Not like home videos, but like. What they recorded off from of TV. off TV yeah. and like the old commercials and stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So his his latest video had a HelloFresh code in it. We used it. This first box was like 50% off with that code. Yeah. And you get like a little discount on your next couple boxes. We have that coming in today. That's super exciting. I'm, I'm hyped for that. I think we got three, three meals. We got three meals. Though, I'm going to dig through the box. And I, me and Courtney do not eat that much as a meal. I believe we might be able to turn this into four or five maybe even six meals yeah. like six nights because you know we're two people i cook a supper we eat two or three nights off of that and and we're both kind of small people yeah so so i'm excited for that might talk about next week if it turns out good yeah who knows we have if also it doesn't turn out good it's probably user error user error, yeah because Courtney's gonna cook all of it what yep what 100 percent nerds at odds is made possible by our supporters over on patreon.com slash nerds at odds if you want to become a member of our community and gain access to the show four days early, gain the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns, and so much more, consider supporting us over there. Thank you. So now let's get on into our spoiler-free discussion of WandaVision Episode 8, the penultimate episode, because next week's the last episode of the season. And I I've been saying that I think it's only going to be a one season long show because the actors are like so like such big actors they probably won't do something else. Mm -hmm. I do not see this show wrapping up next episode. I it could, but it might have to be like a long. It's gonna need, it's gonna be like an hour and a half long episode to wrap this to to finish the whole series. But spoiler free, this episode I think each episode is better than the last. I listen. Okay, I think this episode was good. However, I think we ruined it a bit for ourselves because we were like, oh, like trying to figure out what's going to happen the next yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to theorize before this episode what's going to happen next episode. So so we were like paused yeah. at like maybe five minutes yeah, let's, in. Let's, let's, let's just discuss. going like, oh, <laughs> what if this person shows yeah. up? So I feel like once this series ends when I rewatch it for, like, the MCU rewatch, mm -hmm. I'm probably going to skip the first couple episodes. Yeah. Because, like, they're not important to the overall story. There's, like, very little setup in them. Like, the first two episodes are like, let's do a 50 sitcom, let's do a 60 sitcom, a couple hints, right? Yeah. So I might skip those if I do a rewatch. But the show has took a right turn into, like, it is so great now. I'm so excited for next well, week. Well, something happened the previous episode, which they didn't even, like, bring up in this episode. Yeah, this episode's, like, purely backstory, almost. Uh, for, a little bit, for yeah. why everything's going on, and who some of the characters are. Now... And then you learn people are lying yeah. about things, and... And you get a hint at to who 
like the main bad guy might be, I feel. Yeah. At least I have a theory. And from watching other people's yeah. theories. Paul Bettany said that there is I a I don't know, uh, this might be a spoiler. Okay, so there's a timestamp in the description below for the next segment of the podcast, which will be discussing Pokemon, the Pokemon Direct. Skip to that if you don't want any vague sniffs, spoiler. Sniffs of spoilers. Skip. I mean, until if, that if you stamp. follow Paul Bettany, you know what he's about to say. Yeah. So, there's your warning, and now we're going to discuss it. Paul Bettany said that there's going to be like a Luke Skywalker-esque cameo coming up in WandaVision. Yes. And it has to happen next episode, because next episode is the last episode. Yes. And Courtney and I have been theorizing. The obvious choice, and it, Paul Bettany said it's someone he's never worked with. Yes, that he's always wanted to work with. So the obvious choice is Benedict Cumberbatch because they've never been on screen together. They've never really had lines together. They don't work together yeah. that closely. Yeah, they've been in the same movies, obviously, but they've never been in scenes together. Yeah. That's the obvious choice because of all the magic and maybe some multiverse stuff, especially with Quicksilver. And Wanda is scheduled to be in Multiverse of Madness, the new Doctor Strange. Yeah. So, so Benedict Cumberbatch is the obvious choice, and I wouldn't be too upset at that. Well, Paul Bettany said he wants to work with this actor. And he's considering them like a Luke Skywalker cameo. And I'm thinking, Paul Bettany must really respect this actor. And Benedict Cumberbatch is great. But he's like Paul Bettany levels. They're like the same age. Yeah, they're like the same age. He's like Paul Bettany levels of actors, like acting ship. Yes. So we theorized, who would Paul Bettany fanboy out about being in like a scene with? And we have awe... Guess. Our big pick. Our, 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 like, this is reaching for the sky. Yeah, this is the top of the top. There's no one better than this that they could get for the show. Sir Patrick Stewart would be the best option. Yeah. So we all, we thought about it some. So it's Sir Patrick Stewart as Professor X, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, and then Benedict Cumberbatch. So that's like all hype levels of who's going to show up in this. Yes. So I didn't get any inklings from of like Sir Patrick Stewart from other people. Yeah. I came up with it on my own. Because yeah, Super Paul Brothers had an episode, but they only said Benedict Cumberbatch. They only said guess, Benedict Which Cumberbatch. is the obvious one and it's like ninety nine percent probably Benedict Cumberbatch. But there's a one percent that they might get an X Men in this thing. It it would be so good. It would be so good. I mean technically they already have an X Men with Quicksilver. I'm talking about a, a legit ex- I know, I know you are. But, like, those, like, I don't think they're going to get Halle Berry, Storm, yeah. you know. But, like, Sir Patrick Stewart, he's been doing some commercials recently. Maybe they could get him on. Yeah. You know? I, I'm just saying, could you imagine? And I think this is bigger than Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. If, like, last episode, they finally get into the mutant stuff. And Sir Patrick Stewart rolls up clean shaven in his suit in the wheelchair rolls up and is like says something with the mutants or i got a school we could send them to like the young boys like wanda's children they're mutants he has a school for it's, gifted there was mutants. like a, a, a rift in the universe yes and like, that's all we need so patrick stewart rolls they'll up. be safe here yeah they'll know? be safe here that would be amazing or they get hugh jackman i don't really know why i'm assuming he would be the same thing he would show up and he's like I teach at a school or something. That's that. what would happen with them. Mm-hmm. But if they could get Sir Patrick Stewart back as like prime Professor X, not like dying Logan Professor X, yeah. that would be the most hype I think of all of this. 
We saw Ian McKellen for a bit, but I think we think that they Paul Paul Bettany and Ian McKellen are Ian Da Vinci Code. Yeah. And they share scenes together. Yeah, so it it probably isn't Ian McKellen. It's not. Which which I mean also would make sense if Paul Bettany if like it's misunderstood that he hasn't worked with them. Yeah. Because Ian McKellen, Magneto, is Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver's father in X Men. Yes. So that would make sense like that, but they have worked together. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I highly recommend WandaVision. It's a great show. Alex, he like doesn't like the first few episodes, but I think you have to watch the whole thing, get the full experience. Yeah, if you watch it the first time, I mean, the first episode is like 20 minutes long. There's not just, it just seems like a slow start. But then like three, episode three or four just hits you with everything. And then from then on out, it's just a sprint. Also, real quick, Falcon and Winter Soldier, whatever that show is, comes out March 19th. And I feel like at first we were like, eh, you know, we might not watch these shows yeah. really. But I think WandaVision was the perfect one to start with because start with, it's gotten us so excited for the next yeah. ones. Well, they've also handled it differently. These are MCU shows. Yeah. It's not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It, yeah, it's not like... Oh, well, it's MCU, but not really. Yeah, they don't care. Those shows do not tie into the MCU. These will. Because this is the first phase four thing, is WandaVision. So, Nerds at Odds is made possible by our supporters over on Patreon.com slash Nerds at Odds. If you want to become a member of our community and gain access to the show four days early, gain the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns, and so much more, consider supporting us over there. Thank you. Spoiler time's over into pokemon pokemon so we're gonna i'm just gonna throw out chronologically what they discussed and then we'll talk about it yeah pokemon snap new pokemon snap. new pokemon snap coming out april 30th they showed a couple minutes of gameplay yeah and you can like edit pictures and yeah. stuff and post them to the, to the you have to like thing. catch rare moments of pokemon and it's like a one two three and four star like rarity of moments you can take pictures of yeah and we'll we'll talk about this that the changes that i can see from the first game to the second game uh after we play the game well no after from from the trailer after we go through all of them and then we can okay discuss that sounds good uh this trailer got me more excited to play the game than i ever been looks so good it looks pretty cool and it also looks like i was worried it was going to be a game you could beat in a sitting but like, it's, it's, like the original Pokemon. But it snap. seems like this is going to be a, a hefty experience, especially with like hunting down rare moments. Well, it looks like, because it, it had like, there's daytime at the place that you're at, and there's also nighttime at the place that you're at. And mm-hmm. I assume that you still have to like, unlock the tools. I think, well, I've never played the first one, so mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But isn't the first one on rails? Like, the levels are guided on rails, right? Yes, and I th- I believe that this one's going to be on rails as well. I don't. I think it's going to be, like, loading to the area, you're in this car, drive around. Nope. You don't think so? Nope. Hmm. It would be too much. Too much? I think it would be too much. Okay. May- what What is if you could do both? It's, like, story mode, on rails levels, adventure mode, go around to catch the more rare moments. I don't, I don't think so. Because if not, then you're just, it's random. It's like, I have to load I don't. I don't think it's random, okay? Here's the thing. With the original Pokemon Snap, 
there were certain things you would have to do to get like spectacular moments. Mm. Okay, so it would be like in the electric cave level. You would have to lead a Pikachu over to a Diglett. And then the Diglett is like, hey! And then the Diglett moves. And you have to lead the Pikachu back over to a different Diglett. And then you keep going. And then the Diglett leads her, leads the Pikachu over to this generator, shocks it, turns it on. And you've had to turn on a couple of generators at this point using various methods with the pester ball mm. and the apples and the polka flute. And then you get the secret picture at the end, which you take a picture of. And once you get all the secret pictures, then you go to get mute. Okay. So there's like a whole bunch of stuff. It's like, oh, well, here's a Pikachu. Let me take these yeah. apples and lead it to a surfboard. It's kind of puzzling. And then it's surfing Pikachu. Okay. You can take pictures. That's of. interesting. It just seems like, at least from the gameplay, they took that picture of the Venusaur jumping off the rock. Yeah. And it's a four-star rarity. And it seems like that just happened. Well, it might be something like... Because there was, like... There were some... I think it was whoopers in the trailer. There were some, like, whoopers hanging out on a rock and some other stuff. Yeah. They, you might have to, like, lead those over to, like, unlock new areas in the original one. I remember you had to get a squirtle... You had to hit it perfectly so it would go up a mountain, go off to the other side, hit a Meowth, and then the Meowth would land on a button, and then that button would open up a new area for you to go through. Interesting. So, I mean, I, I, I'm i excited for it. It sounds fun. I thought it was going to be a lot less gameplay, just like, I'll ride around and take pictures. Seems puzzly. Seems like this challenge is to complete. Yeah. So in in the original, you would unlock certain items. So eventually, you like you would start off no items. You would just mm -hmm. go take pictures. Then you would get the apple, and the apple opened up stuff to you. So you'd go back to the original couple of levels that you did that when you didn't have the apple, and then you would go through and play like that. And then you would get like the pester ball, and then you would get the polka flute. So it's like that. It's you would. It's like, oh, I get this new thing. I go back through the level and unlock new secrets. Okay. That sounds fun. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Next was Pokemon. Oh, what was it? Shining Diamond something Pearl. The remakes. I think it's Brilliant Diamond. Shining Pearl. Might be Shining yeah. Pearl. The remakes of Diamond and Pearl. Which it which looks like just they took the games and put like an HD filter on it, which takes away like all the pixeliness of the original games. Listen, I know some people are very upset by how the new Diamond and Pearl looks. I understand. I think it looks very accurate to how it was. It looks like it's the same game. Yeah. It's just HD, which is it's perfect it's, i think it's hd and kind of shiny and they kind of like in the overworld it kind of looks like toys yeah walking around but that's fine because they they had the big heads and everything and then when you get into a fight it looks how it was in the original game they they elongate into actual human beings yeah and it's fine i'm just i don't know what you would want from a remake other than the it's either you have two you have three options either uh -huh. they put out the original game which is going to look awful on the Switch because it's not a scrunched up screen anymore. Yeah. Or you have this version, 
which is take the original game, make it look good on the Switch, and hopefully add in a bunch of in-game content like Alpha Sapphire had, where you can grind out all the legendaries, which I and really I'm, enjoyed. I'm sure... Well, I'm not sure, but I hope that they do the same thing they did with Alpha Sapphire, Omega Ruby, and they bring in the Rayquaza storyline and the Deoxys storyline. Yeah. So it would be Giratina coming in, mm-hmm. and you can actually go to that world. Because I never actually owned Platinum. Yeah. I owned Diamond. I feel like they will. I mean, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby are so good because they have like all the content in them. Yeah. And the other third option for a remake is they do it, they redo the entire game, and they remake it like Sword and Shield. Like, they, they redo every part of the game, which well, seems like, like too much to ask for. I feel like people wanted it to look more like Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby when it came out. Yeah. Um, which we tried to boot up, but my Alpha Sapphire cartridge has somehow died. Stopped working for some reason. Just we, died. We, we brought Omega Ruby, which was like 50 bucks, which yeah. seems good because <laughs> for some reason when I was looking around... All the other Pokemon games are fifty dollars. Soul Silver and Heart Gold are seventy dollars. I really want Soul Silver, which is crazy. But we have Heart Gold. Uh, we have Heart Gold. We have, it works. We have at least one of every Pokemon gen now. So when, when we have set, we I don't have Black Two or White Two, which don't count. Which it doesn't really count, but it kind of hurts me a little bit in my soul. But I don't you, own you it. You should go buy White Two because you have Black. I do have Black, so I should buy White Two. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. But I'm I'm excited for Diamond and Pearl. I played two hours of the original one, and never touched it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played all I played all of Heart Gold when I was a child, all of Alpha Sapphire, and I got out all the legendaries in Alpha Sapphire. I probably played them. Which most. you borrowed from me. Yeah. You probably broke my cartridge. Maybe. When I try to load it up, I I have a 2DS and a, a 2DS XL XL that I got from my loving friends one Christmas. And both of them are like error. Yeah, like hold the re- power button. Restart the like, restart the system. This is not working, and I'm yeah. like, oh, oh no, yeah. my cartridge is broken forever. So I never played Diamond and Pearl. Hopefully, this remake will get me to play it a lot. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I played all of Let's Go, all of Sword and Shield, all of Alpha Sapphire. But I guess the original game just looked a bit outdated for me to get into, and felt a bit outdated. So hopefully, they bring in a lot of better. What's it called? Quality of life upgrades to the game, make it look better. I, playing it last night, I know I was tired, but I was just like, come on, let me get through this. Yeah, take out a lot of the hand-holding stuff in the beginning. I mean, Sun and Moon hold your hand like crazy. Yeah. Sword and Shield doesn't really do that. I think it was just like I I wanted to get into the game, and... I was just like, come on, I know what to do. You don't have to show me to catch Pokemon. I, every game you show me how to catch Pokemon, I've been playing this. There should be an option to skip. To skip the tutorial? Yes, it's like, pick your. if you skip the tutorial, do that option, you get like the blobs of the story, mm-hmm. you pick your thing, and then your own route one. That's what it should be. I chose Piplup, by the way, if anyone cares. I love Piplup. Yeah. What are the three starters again for Gen 4? It's Piplup. Uh, is it Tepic? Chimchar? No, it's Chimchar, Piplup. And... Oof. Oof. I don't remember the grass. The grass one? I, I think it might be... Ah, it's Turtwig. T- okay, Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup. I'm probably going to go Chimchar. I love Piplup. 
Yeah. So penguins. Are, penguins are my favorite animals. I just feel like Chimchar is going to be a better Pokemon. I love Empoleon. I love the design of Empoleon. Yeah. Anywho, we've been talking about Diamond and Pearl for yeah. a little while. I'm excited for that. It's coming out this year as well. Yeah. So by the time we beat uh, Snap, time for Diamond and Pearl. Last is Pokemon Legends. Legends. Arceus. Arceus, which is an open world RPG Pokemon game. Which I'm super excited for. I just hope that it's more Breath of the Wild world. Like, explore, do side quests, find stuff. Unless we just made the wild area ten times bigger. I think I think there's going to be quests. I have this, like, image in my head of, like... So it's, like, your people... Well, like, a bunch of people came and they founded this village and whatever... And you're going out and finding all these Pokemon. And it'd be interesting if you also, like, you're like, oh, going along. And there's, like, specific spots that you could go to and be like, oh, we could establish a village here. And it's villages from, like, the original game. Because it's all happening in the Sinnoh region. So it'd be like, oh, well, this would be a perfect place for a town. And then you're like, oh, you tell some people and then they build up a town. That'd be interesting. I I think that's... I don't know what the game's going to be, and I don't want to put lofty expectations, but a game made by a video game company in 2022 is when this game's going to come out. If it was made by a company who makes modern-day games, <laughs> it would be, you start at this town, mm-hmm. you create your character, yep. you go out into this huge, sprawling Sinnoh region full of side quests and other activities, and I'm envisioning like an Ubisoft-type game, because there's no gems in this game. Because there's no other towns. There might be gyms. There might we be gyms. We don't know. My idea is, here's every section of Sinnoh. And if you're... You also have a trainer level, right? Would be my hope. Where, like, your trainer level influences how high your Pokemon... Like, your Pokemon's max level cap. And items you can use. And things like this. And then there's sections of Sinnoh that are, like, character level 10 needed to go here. And each one of those sections... It has, like, a main town in it, right? Yeah. And that main town has, like, a bandit warlord person who controls it, who's the gym master of that town, right? Sure. Who has a Pokemon team, and you have to go there, beat him to clear the town out, opening the area up to you and allowing people to move into the town, and then you can do side quests in that area and all of that. That's what I hope would be the case. We will see. But I'm super excited. I like how the cool old Pokeballs look. Yes. With the clasp and everything. Crazy. Also has the hardest starter selection of all time. I'm just like, oh, who am I going to choose? I love them all. Yeah, Rowlet. I love Oshawott. I love Rowlet. Mm-hmm. I love Cyndaquil. These are the ones I always choose. Yeah. How can I pick? And the story there is that the Pokemon professor in this game has, has gone to yeah. other regions and collected those. So those Pokemon are in this region. They're the three he collected. And I'm definitely choosing Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil is my favorite Pokemon. Though, I don't know, because I don't like... The, I might change my mind right here on this podcast, because I do not like what Cyndaquil evolves into. You don't like Typhlosion? I don't like how they're skinny and stand up. They're not that skinny. I like chubby, four-legged Cyndaquil. You just like chubby Cyndaquil because I made a really chubby Cyndaquil. I think I'm going to go Rowlet. But I'm going to go Rowlet. Decidueye is awesome. But I was going to go No, you're going Oshawa. What? But I, I changed my mind and decided I wanted it. You're changing no. it back to Oshawa now. <laughs> also, here's a question. Hmm. No two versions. I mean, that'll be fun. 
No, it's just interesting. They they've always done two versions. This is no two versions. Yeah. I wonder if you if it's gonna be like contained like Breath of the Wild, like no trading, none of that stuff. That would make sense because you're creating the first Pokedex. Yeah. So it would just be like contained. Yeah. Like no online stuff, no wonder trading, none of that. I'm assuming there's gonna be like a wonder trading system. Nope. But I just I just feel like that's something they sh- they need. It seems like a staple of Pokemon games. No, I think the whole point is that since it's there's not going to be like Pokemon centers really. There shouldn't be no. It, it might be just like hey you can your come rest town. here, yeah. and you might have to like wait a little bit resting. Um, but th- I don't think they're they they'll have technology for Pokemon centers where it's like do 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 yeah. do. I'm just interested to see how far away from the original formula they go. Because I want, you know, side quests, character customizations, skill trees, stuff like this. I don't know if you can do character customization. They pretty they pretty much had, like, the male-female look. Uh, that's fine. I mean more like gear. Are we going to get gear? gear Are we going to get skill trees? Skill trees, Are yeah. we going to get, you know, crafting and food collection and, like, an expanded cooking system? Are you like what's what's going on? How are you gonna make this an RPG? Who knows? Who knows? But I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm ready for it. Now back to Pokemon new Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Real quick. It looks like to me they got rid of the Pester Ball. Which if you don't know, the Pester Ball was like essentially noxious gas that would either anger or make a Pokemon pass out. It seems like there's a reason why they got rid of it. Because that just seems mean. It seems a little mean. But, I mean, you could also, like, hit Pokemon with the apples. So, I mean, that was a whole thing that I would do in the game. Um, It would be like, hey, hey, Pikachu, throwing apples at it. Or, like, hey, Charmander, because you gather up all the Charmander in the lava world. And you can just start hitting them with uh pester balls with pester balls or apples and be like ah yeah and if you stop giving them apples they'll start go char char and then if you play music they all dance so it looks like they changed the pester ball to like the luminous ball or something which seems interesting uh, and cool and i'll i'll figure out how to do that i really hope they take some of the audio from the original and put in the you were close. And well, there's a different Pokemon professor than the original game. Yes, and he looks cute. Yeah. They're continuing the line of attractive Pokemon professors. Anything they they kind of ruined it with Sword and Shield and that old lady professor. Really? No, Sword and Shield had the cute assistant. Yeah, she was a cute assistant, but oh. the old lady was the professor. I, I suppose. Anything I else? think she becomes a professor later. Anything else we need to say about Pokemon? Wish we could have got some cards. They're all sold out. We, we, call, we called our local call, like mom and pop cards shop look, in town. I'm going to tell a story. I'm going to tell a story. So there's this game shop in town, and they mostly just have old video games. We had a few card shops, but they kept getting shut down. Probably COVID didn't help. Yeah. Anywho, we call them. They're like, oh, well, we don't have cards yet. 
Oh, we have single cards. Yeah. We ordered the new set. It's shipping to us. Should be here tomorrow. So we go there the next day instead of calling because we're like, we'll just see. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's stuck in transit right now. It'd be here blah, tomorrow. Blah, it should be here tomorrow. So either they got it that day later on in the day uh-huh. or they got it in the morning when they opened and they opened at like what 10? ten? Yeah, and and I we couldn't go because I was at work with the car and all that. So so from ten to two because we got there like two thirty. Yeah, they had sold out. It's like I'm sorry, we sold them all, which is insane. And also, what's also insane is I'm looking at like the Pokemon shop, like the official Pokemon website. And I'm like, I'll just buy any Sword and Shield cards you have just to open some. Nothing. And nothing. Everything is sold out. Walmart we went to, there was one pack of like Rebel Clash and we didn't buy it. Probably should have bought it. Yeah, probably just should have bought it. I was just like, don't spend eight. It it was like a three pack or something. Or two packs and a coin. Like, don't spend $10 now when, you know, we we can find the new set that has the evil tall you want. But couldn't find it. (laughs) Yeah, probably should have bought that one thing at Rebel Clash we saw. But on it, like, it's crazy. I don't know. And then I see, I go on Instagram, and I saw a guy has a picture with, like, seven boxes as a backdrop, and he's just opening one pack. I'm like, are you opening one pack at a time? How many boxes do you have? This is is like when the PS5 came out, and there were people like, oh, I have 12 PS5s that I scalped. But it's also worse than that because... They're not going and buying all the video games. People are going to buy every Pokemon card you could possibly buy, and it's it, like so I just I just want I just want a a, a pack. Can I get one pack of yeah, shiny things? Uh, listen, I just want one of those. I don't even want the booster box. Okay, I don't need another booster box. I have plenty. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted one of the sets. I wanted the ten with LD gloss because I could use LD gloss in my deck. Yeah, I just wanted one of the sets, just one, and these people. Are are the exact same people who went to to McDonald's and stole and all the happy stole all the happy all meals, the happy meals yeah. but bought all the happy meals with the Pokemon cards and they're like we're gonna sell them for like extreme amounts of money. Yeah, those are like awful cards though. I get it. You could complete the set easy, but you're not. How many people are playing the? Nobody's card playing game? with those. Nobody. Yeah. And. I realized that Pokemon cards became big again because, like, famous YouTubers were doing openings. And that's great. It's good to become big again. But with people just buying and hoarding these boxes of Pokemon cards, and I I don't want two boxes. I just want one box. And if they had, like, a whole big bunch of them, I wouldn't be like, well, I'm going to get three. Yeah. You know? not because i want children to be able to buy it because this is a children's card game i've been into it since i was a child i didn't just get into yeah. it also we play the game we actually play the card game yeah so i'm i'm, I'm trying to build my deck that's why i want the elder gloss and i <laughs> evil tall's one of my favorite pokemon he might be my favorite yeah. legend and i mean you have a dark deck i the, have the a evil tall in this set requires a bunch of random energy but he belongs in my deck. Yeah, he doesn't have Oblivion Wing like the old one, but it was, it was upsetting that we couldn't find any cards. But we, we tried so hard, and and you go on Walmart.com and not the delivery one where that you can like go to your specific store. But if you go on Walmart.com, they're like people reselling stuff, and not even not even Shining Legends. 
Shining Fates. Shining Fates. But like random stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, here's a Blastoise GX box for $70. Yes. Slim Pickens. It's insane. I don't understand. I just want some cards. Just so I can maybe get the evil tall. I don't even want that many cards. Yeah, I just want the evil tall. I just want the evil tall. Though we have and a even rule. if I don't get it, it's fine. Though we have a rule where we can't buy single cards offline to enhance our decks. Yes. So. And yes. I tried to convince Courtney to buy magic, but I haven't got her there yet. I don't want magic cards. It's crazy. Everybody, like, everybody, like, around here plays magic mm-hmm. at, like, card shops they have tournaments there no one plays pokemon around here that's not true they do i think on wednesday nights they have a pokemon one oh they do it's wednesdays yeah and i work wednesday i work wednesdays, uh, i got that yeah so and also it's covid and i don't want to interact with people that loosely have masks on and i'm like you guys are the nerdy people you're supposed we're to sitting, be smart and we're sitting like a foot away from we're them. sitting a foot away from people and they're not wearing masks and like chewing on a sucker, yeah. and I'm like, no, not want to be into that. No, they had they had Pokemon cards at the at the card shop, but it was like pre made decks. Yeah, and they weren't even like new. Yeah, we don't want that decks. Yeah. So it was like, no thanks. Nerds at Odds is made possible by our supporters over on Patreon.com/slash Nerds at Odds. If you want to become a member of our community and gain access to the show four days early. Gain the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns, and so much more. Consider supporting us over there. Thank you. So do you want to get into the topic of today's show an hour into the podcast? Oh my goodness. Oh dear. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't know. When, I, when we started the podcast, I was like, we can do two, three hours of an episode because those are the podcast islands to how long they are. But we usually are around an hour, so let's, you ready to hop into we Bill and... We might need to cut some stuff down. You ready to hop into a Bill and Ted talk? Sure. Well, my idea is maybe. Here's the thing, right? We, we released like two episodes this week. <laughs> like, here's, here's episode 29 part one, episode 29 part two or something. Here's, here's episode 29 part one where we talk about everything. And then here's the other one where we talk about Bill and Ted. Yeah. So if that ends up happening, just know it's because I have... Now that, you know, I, I'm working a job and school's out, for me at least, until August, I have very limited time on the weekends to edit these. That's It might be coming out a little late. If it's in two parts, it's because I didn't have time to finish editing it. So now let's get on into the Bill and Ted talk. Yes. We watched the three movies. We watched the third one last night. Upset that it's not streaming anywhere and you have to rent it for $6. But we'll let you know if it was worth it. So the first Bill and Ted movie came out in the late 80s, I believe. Yes. Somewhere around yeah. there. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winters, George Carlin, who passed away before the third one happened. But he is he is in the third, mentioned yeah. a little bit. He his his There's like a hologram of him in yeah. the third one who says some stuff. I guess it was cut from like another like one of the other movies. I think he he's brought in and it's sort of Maybe he's he's like a hologram, and you can tell it's a hologram. Yeah, well, it's like a museum exhibit, and he appears as a hologram, like talk about an item in this museum. Yeah, I don't think it's cut specifically from a movie. It could be like a little bit from the movie, and then they might do the 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 commuter, computer yeah, stuff. Yeah, I just mean his lines. Yeah, but like his dialogue. I I think they might like change the dialogue because they're like, "This is the phone booth that I yeah. took with the boys," or whatever. 
Anywho, first movie, great. Yeah, I gave it an entertaining on the pack. Product of its times, school. of course. Yeah. Um, it it's a uh, it's it's a shame that you can't give all of them excellence because you know the be excellent to each yeah. other thing. But the first one's entertaining. It's it's dumb. It's they're it's they're dumb. all dumb. It's dumb fun. The first one walks the line of either being bad, a bad movie, yeah, or being entertaining, and it and it's on the entertaining side of that line. I like traveling through history mm-hmm. and meeting the people. Yes. And that's that's the Let's see we got uh Billy the Kid. Mm-hmm. We've got Beethoven. uh Beethoven. Socrates. Socrates, Socrates. Yeah. Is it Genghis Khan? I think so. I think it's Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Joan of Arc. Yeah. Freud. Yeah, Sigmund, Sigmund Freud. Freud. Yeah. Is that everyone? I think that's everyone. And it's just a fun romp through time. And that's what I like about it. The actors are so good together. Mm. It's really funny. And I enjoyed it a lot. Yes. It's, it's the first time I've seen any of these movies. Yes. The I I owned the two disc set of one and two. Yeah. Bill and Ted. Great movies. I love them. I mean, I love the first one more, yeah. obviously. But, it, you know, they're enjoyable. A little bit product of their times, you know. Some of the things they say. Yeah. But it's fine. I'm glad that they didn't, like, pigeonhole themselves it's... and be like, well, 30 years in the future. I mean, the movie came out, what, like, perfect. 35 years ago. Yeah. So, it's reasonable. And I really enjoyed it. I definitely suggest watching it. I gave it an entertaining. On to number two, which... Again, walks that line between being a bad film and an entertaining film and falls into the bad category for it, me. It wound up on the wrong side. But I do believe you have to watch both You have to movies. watch both of them if you're going to watch the third if one. If you want to watch the it's, third it's one. It's definitely something you have to do. I like Death. Death is great. Death I, is the best character. I even like Station a little bit, though he's super weird. It's so weird that and they bring it back. The problem is, with the, third, with the second one, is that it loses the thing that I loved about the first movie, which is the time traveling and meeting historical figures. Yes. Which is the whole thing that made the first movie entertaining and not bad, I feel, was that fun romp through time. Mm-hmm. And now it's just bad. Well, it's like they go to hell, they go to heaven. Uh-huh. And there's some stuff in between. The whole story is that, like, the future, they sent two robots... The bad guy in the future yeah. sent two robots to kill Bill and Ted and have the main bad guy rule the world. Yes. In in, in so the the robots they kill Bill and Ted, so they go to hell. Well, they they go to death and then they try to run from death. Yeah. And then they go to hell. And then they go to hell. And they escape hell. They by uh, agreeing to play death. They play death. They beat him like a ton of times, and then they go to heaven. So they can get someone smart enough to help them save their princesses. And they get stationed. Then they get stationed. And then they are brought back to life. And station creates robots for them to fight the other robots. And they play a song. And they play a song. And there's a little bit of travel through time. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. A little bit. But it's a bad movie. Yes. It's not boring. It's not boring. It's just like... You kind of wanted to end a little bit. Yeah, but it's it's fun in places. It's like that fun bad. 
but I, it's it's not entertaining. No. I think it's more poorly made than the first movie. I, I think they weren't prepared for how well the first movie did. Yeah. And then it, like the future outfits with the giant shoes are yeah. very confusing to me. Anywho, <laughs> third movie. Third movie, I think came out 2019, 2020. It yeah. came out pretty recently. So good. Sh- I don't think it makes sense that it's so good as it is. It doesn't deserve. Yeah, it doesn't deserve to be as good as good. good as it is. I gave it the coveted most excellent. The most excellent. Yeah. Be excellent yeah. to each other. It, it was an excellent film. It's it does everything right that the other movies do. It it makes fun of the second movie. It makes fun of the first movie as yeah. well. But I mean, you have death. You have death. He comes back, so you have to watch it. Yeah. They go to hell. Yeah, he, their daughters travel through time to collect like the best musicians, like yeah. Jimi Hendrix, Louis Armstrong, Mozart, Lee Lu. I think I think Ling it's some, it's some sort of legend. Yeah, in I, that Japanese one was fine. And then they just got mythology. some like caveman drummer. Yeah, they're like, oh, I just the best drummer I, I, in the world. I wish I don't know if they like had it's the like, budget. How would, how would you know who the who, yeah. who this person or, is? I don't know if they have like they didn't have the budget or they couldn't convince anybody else to be in this movie. Though they got Dave Grohl to be in this movie. You have one of the best drummers of all time in the movie already. And he's not the drummer for your band. He could have been both. It was really but funny. They've got um I wish they had Kid Cuddy in it. Yeah, Kid Cuddy, he's a rapper. He doesn't rap in the movie. He's kind of like just a hype man for the band. At the end, he's like, everybody, put your hands together for Bill and Ted or something like that. I mean, it's great. He's fun. I mean, the movie's fun. The daughters do such a great job of emulating the mannerisms of their dads. Yeah. Because like, Keanu Reeves' daughter acts like him. Like, he, he has like this jerky motion that he does every time he talks. Yeah. And she does that real well. And I think Alex Winter's daughter... Emily's not son. not they're not their actual daughters no I, I i i'm just confused ted is keanu reeves yes and beal is alex winters yes and ted's daughter is named billy billy yes and Beale's daughter is named thea yes and that confused me about who was who when i'm trying <laughs> the to whole talk, movie when i'm trying to talk no no i know who the who the daughters are because they look like their dads but afterwards i'm like so is Bill Keanu Reeves because his daughter's name Billy and is Ted Alex Winters because his daughter's name is and I, and I, just, I had to, I had to just go like Ted Theodore Logan nope that's that's Keanu Reeves yeah but his daughter's name is Billy yeah. so it's a little confusing but the daughters do a great job of emulating their dads and like they have that actual familial connection and they end up putting the band together and it was great whoever they got to play Jimi Hendrix did a great job too yeah the wives did a great job yeah that. They they do traveling through time. Bill and Ted travel through time trying to meet their future selves to try and find the song. Yeah, and, and their wives travel through time to meet like good husband versus good Bill and Ted. And like it's it's so good. I don't want to spoil much, but it's definitely an excellent film. So it goes three one two. Three one two in, in my rankings. But you have to watch one and two to yeah. watch three. And it's crazy and so good. And you've got like Missy she comes back. I don't know if it's the same actress. I think it probably is. But you know, like, I don't want to spoil it, but it's it's funny how she comes back. Uh Ted's dad. Ted's dad is back. Is the actual actor for it's, that time. Uh, I probably the guy who plays Alex Winter's dad. Uh he, he might have died. Yeah. I mean it's been 
The other movie came out like 91, so it's been 30 years since the second movie it's came out. It's crazy that like the guy who played Ted's dad is still, still alive. alive. Uh, he might have just been younger than he looked in the first in the second movie, in the first movie and all that. But I definitely suggest watching it. Some people are like, you know, Keanu Reeves has gotten too serious to play the role yeah. of Ted. Uh, no. I, he I, does a fantastic I, job. I think, I think this is their best performance as Bill and Ted. Like, they're, both of them perform as those characters much better. Like, it, in the first two movies, it kind of seems like what they are is just people who've never acted before. Yeah. Being dumb. But they're, they're actors now. I mean, I haven't seen Alex Winters in anything else. But he's a much better that actor. That you know of. Yeah. He could be, like... TV shows or something. Something that yeah. I haven't watched. But he's a much better actor now as well. And Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves is a much better actor as well. And and there are serious parts in the movie where they have to be serious. Yeah. You know? And in the first two movies, they were just kind of like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But the, the acting's better. I think it's much funnier than the other two. Mm-hmm. It has good music. The song they played at the oh, end was, so was, was rocking. And it it was a fun romp through time. Like like the first one. It, it remembered what the movie should be. And I'm sure it's the last one. I think it is the last one it's in this gotta series. Be. And I, I because, think it's a perfect way for it to end. It's just great. Yeah. You know? Because, I mean, the second movie kind of ends the same way this movie ends. Because the end of the second movie is like, you played the song that saved the universe. Yeah. And then this movie is like, you fell off as a band and the universe is falling in on itself you got to play another song so it's kind of the same story but it's such a fun movie yeah but they, and, could, they and couldn't like, really do anything after it's this. like george carlin's character rufus it's his wife and daughter yeah because i guess no one can have sons in this universe no one no one has <laughs> no one has sons but it's fun i think it's better to have the women since the boys were like the main focus mm. and it, the the movie starts with like Bill and Ted going to to marriage counseling yeah. together with their yeah. wives, like, and they're we, like, "We love, we you. love you." And yeah. it's like, "Can can you say I?" And there's like, "I, I and Bill yeah, love, love you, you guys." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah." Oh. I think this movie does something that because because a lot of movies try to do this. You have a kid, and they are taking over the mantle of their parents. Mm-hmm. You have this in Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Sure. You kind of have this in Star Wars, the new ones. Though it's not like Luke's kid. You have this in the new Terminator films. It happens a lot. And in all those films, they th- think, I suppose, that you have to ruin the old character a little bit in order for people to like this new character. You have to kind of be like, this new character is better because this old character is garbage now. You know? Yeah. And in this movie, it really doesn't do that because Bill and Ted are great. Mm-hmm. Probably the best they've ever been. Like, acting-wise. You like the characters, they're funny. But also, the daughters do important stuff, and they do, like, pass the torch to them in a way. Yeah, Billy and Thea are so good as their as their characters. As their actors, and they do important stuff, but they don't, like, they're not ruining Bill and Ted, like, the writers and the directors and stuff. Aren't ruining these characters to make you like these other ones. Yeah, and I love that, the, like, the, there's so many small things that are references to the old movies, yeah. like the Circle K in the background, and it's just insane. <laughs> well, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. You should definitely watch it. Watch all three. 
I don't know where you can stream the first two because we had them on disc. We we do own them on disc, but I feel like they were somewhere. They could have been somewhere. Uh, Six dollars is still a bit steep, I think, to rent a movie that's an hour and 40 minutes long. But I don't know. I mean, it, it is it is a bit steep, but probably worth it. I really I, enjoy- it was so good. I enjoyed I enjoyed the movie a lot. So that's about it. So the Bill and Ted talk was short. The Bill and Ted talk very short. Pokemon and everything else very long. (laughs) So I also didn't get an interesting fact for today. I I think I had an interesting fact. I read something we'll discuss in the interesting fact segment if we have nothing else. But now let's get on into Kita's corner. Kita's corner. What does Kita want us to know today? Uh, Kita would like it to be known that she did have mild panic at the start of the podcast, but she. Decided to calm down and take a nice nap. Yeah, after after she killed the mouse that was farting on her. Yes, and the bird. And the bird. She'd also like remind everyone to spay and neuter your pets, to adopt from a pet shelter when possible, and she is still waiting for her kitten friend. Yes. Yes. Well, we have to see what we're moving, and then move there, and then get the kitten friend. Unless I start leaving some cat food out, and a kitten just shows up. Yeah, but we could also get like stray cats just hanging around. Now into the interesting fact. I read that they, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter's chemistry is so good together that even if one of the characters is the only character on, on like, in the shot, mm-hmm. they ha- they make sure the other person is there to act, like, off camera because that gives them the best energy. So they always film them together. I hope they're best friends in real life. They probably are. Keanu Reeves seems like such a, a down-to-earth guy. Yeah. Like, I read that he lives in, like, an apartment still. And he, like, gives most of his money away. And that's just insane. Keanu Reeves is someone... I guess it's because Keanu Reeves does not have the acting chops to be as good of an... Like, a big of an actor as he is. And he's like, I'm not sure why I'm <laughs> in like, these movies. He's like, I don't deserve this. I'm not sure why I'm a, a huge actor that's in all these movies. But He does deserve it, let's but, be honest. But people... Keanu Reeves is like the epitome of like good things happen to good people. But he he just he, does the most random things. Like yeah, I'll be in the SpongeBob movie. Yeah, I'll I mean, be he, a, a he, seem, he seems like a great guy, and he seems like he works hard. He's not going to win any Oscars, but he's he's such a cool dude. Who, I think he's a great actor. Who you like seeing in movies? You know, I mean, there's a fourth Matrix coming out. He's great in the John Wick films. Who else did I say I wanted to meet? We were looking. Alan Alda? No, I said. Well, I said Alan Alda, but there was somebody else. Vic, uh, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. That was it. That was for the a different thing. Yeah, I forgot. WandaVision. Yeah. They play an episode of Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. In like the background of WandaVision. The Walnut episode. He's still alive. Ninety nine. He's ninety five. Ninety five. Still alive. Got married in twenty twelve. Yeah. Good on you, Dick Van Dyke. I love I love him. I love Alan Alda. Love to meet him someday. Never yeah. will. You might. I'd love to. Huh? You know, I I finished the Sailor Moon script, so maybe one of them wants to sign on for Sailor Moon. Probably not. Don't you think know I what could role talk, they play? I could talk Dick Van Dyke into playing Artemis. I don't know. You don't think so? I don't know. But you have to read the script. I want you guys to know it's almost a hundred and twenty pages long. You you've never seen Mary Poppins, right? No. We should watch the Mary we. We should watch Mary Poppins. At some point. Well, next week's episode Mm -hmm. is WandaVision spoiler cast. Yes. And review of Raya and the Last Dragon. Excited. The the new Disney animated film that comes out March 5th. But you have to pay the $30 to watch it. 
We we will for the podcast, and we'll let you know if it's worth. Yeah, it. and we're gonna rank it amongst our Disney rankings. Like Mulan was not worth it. Mulan was definitely not worth it. And we still have to do an episode on live action Disney films. Yeah, we'll do that at some point. After WandaVision and Raya, mm-hmm. it's gonna be Zack Snyder's Justice League. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we might start our MCU episodes. Yeah, because we're go- we're gonna do like Phase One and, and two Phase Yeah, because that's together. like ten movies. Yeah, and then Phase Three is like thirteen movies. Yeah, so and we're we're still on Winter Soldier. We no. haven't watched any. First Avenger. First Avenger. Captain Sorry. Captain America. 1. We're still on First Avenger. We haven't watched anything yet because we were what like. Yeah. We were working. I mean, we could honestly probably get almost through Phase Two by the end of this weekend. If we yeah. have nothing else to do. I mean, we can do that. Yeah. If you don't mind me playing some diamond. Some diamond. While watching. Well, I, honestly, guys, I've been surprised at how well the movies hold up. Yeah. But looking at what's to come in Phase Three. Phase 1 and 2, those movies are nowhere near as good as Phase 3. They really found their footing. Well, listen. Here's the thing. Um, I know lots of people don't like Captain America First Avenger. I am not a big fan of it, no. I don't I, remember being a big fan I of it. I think maybe it's just my, like, young teenage brain yeah. being like, you liked it because Chris Evans yeah. was was shirtless yeah. and attractive. And I'm like, probably. Yeah, he looks better with the beard. He does look so good with the beard. Yeah. And I can't wait to see more stuff chris evans is in other than mcu because knives out was so good it's you know it's weird i feel like and i don't know why maybe it's because like superhero movies before the mcu mm-hmm. it feels like these are where people go when their careers are like they've already done the best stuff they've done and they're like oh i'm a big actor i'll do some comic book film make some money maybe somehow i think Almost everybody in the MCU films are better because they have been in them. It, Chris Evans is a better actor now than he was before he was Captain America. Yeah, because he was he was uh, Johnny Storm, yeah. and and that movie. Yeah, but um, also Robert Downey Jr. That he that revitalized his career. I think he won an Oscar before he went to rehab for being Charlie Chap Chapman or whatever his name is. Yeah, but Robert Downey Jr. now is revitalized, and he's like a huge actor. Mm-hmm. And Chris Hemsworth, he's become a better actor as Thor's gone on. Yep. And I just, I just feel like it's weird to see these people be thrown into these roles where you don't need or expect them to be good actors. Yeah. You expect them to just be this character. And they've all become better as time's gone on, and that's probably why Phase 3 has the better movies, because all of these actors are better. Yeah, and it's like before that, you know, you've got like, Andrew Garfield, he kind of just fell off the face of the earth after Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, those and, movies were bad. And Tobey Maguire also fell off the face after... The third movie was real bad. I mean, he was in The Great Gatsby, but yeah. I, like the whole time I was like, that's Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, he's always going to be Spider-Man. It's like uh, Daniel Radcliffe as well. I'll, I'll look at him like, just use your magic. Yeah. That, it's weird. You know what's weird? I wonder... I do not think of Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. I do not see him as Spider-Man, though I've never seen him in anything else. I'm honestly, there's this movie coming out. It hasn't come out yet. It's coming out soon. Yeah, you've talked about it. Yeah, the I've one. talked about it, Where, like, the there's no women. There's only men. There's only men. And, you, and can, you can hear their thoughts. Yes. And I'm like, also, there's monsters. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm ready for it. Yeah. It's got Daisy Ridley. Yes? Yes. And it's got Tom Holland. 
It's so hard. It's got Nick I'm, Jonas, I think. It's got Nick Jonas. It's so hard because there's two Toms in the MCU. Tom Hiddleston and Tom, Tom Hiddleston Holland. Tom Hiddleston and Tom Holland. I'm like, well, that's what? Two Chris's. Yeah, but like, that's easy. Yeah. But it's... One's the good one and one's it's the... Tom H and Tom H. And yeah. I'm like, am I saying the right one? Yeah. But I don't think of Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Even though those movies are great. Maybe because I'm not a child watching them. But Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire is Spider-Man. He's never not going to be Spider-Man. And he needs to be in this next Spider-Man film. I think he is. Tom Holland said no one else is. Tom Holland's like, no, they're not. But I think he's lying. I mean, he could be lying. He lied about the name of the movie. Yeah. No Way Home, I think, is the official name. Which sounds cool. We don't know. (laughs) What if he just... What if it's him bouncing between all these worlds, you know? It's like him bouncing into Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Here's the thing, though. So, like, Spider-Man Far From Home ended with, like, J. Jonah Jameson being like, I know who Spider-Man te- is. Doesn't he tell it? Yeah. Yeah, he says that he's Peter like, Parker's Spider-Man. Yeah, he's like, this is Peter Parker. Which is weird, because, like, like, he's a high school kid. You're kind of out in, like, a 16-year-old for being a superhero. That seems... Yeah, but it's J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, which I cannot believe. They got J.K. Simmons back. Which proves if you are actually the best version of this character, yeah. you have to be it. You have to be it. Which is probably why they can get Sir Patrick Stewart or Hugh Jackman back to play those characters. Possibly. Possibly. I mean, J.K. Simmons has to do literally nothing else to be J. John James. Yeah, he's, he, he is J. It's like, it's like Robert Downey Jr. is, is Iron, Iron Man. Yeah. There's nothing to do. Just show up and... Johnny Depp is Captain Jack Yeah, Sparrow. just read your lines and go home. Make that money. I, I can't wait for the, of like, Avengers 4, the budget to be half as much just because they don't have to pay Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> it's like, we, we we paid $300 million for Endgame. He's like, all the actors, yeah. get more money. <laughs> Avengers 4, they're like, we paid $150, 200000000 million to make Avengers 4. You know why? Because Robert Downey Jr., we didn't have to pay him $100 million to be in this movie. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I can't imagine being paid so much to be in a movie. I can't imagine Johnny Depp being paid $90 million to be in Pirates 5. It's not even a good movie. It's not. I mean, you're the only reason anyone watched it, so that makes sense. Yeah. But, I mean, that's weird. You know, Robert Downey Jr.'s name appears before anybody, anything else in the credit. It goes, Robert Downey Jr., Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Why? <laughs> How do you have this much power? He's like, you know what? It's like, it's like Samuel L. Jackson. You know what? I want a purple lightsaber. Yeah. I, we don't have purple. I want a purple lightsaber. All right. But it's not. It's All not, right. It's not like it, it goes. It, it literally goes. Robert Downey Jr. Avengers Endgame. It's not like Samuel Jackson in Star Wars how, Phantom Menace. But how is Sam? Let's talk about something real quick. How is Samuel L. Jackson in like the best movies? He's he's in Marvel. Yeah. Stuff. He's in. Uh. Star Wars. Star Wars. He's in Jurassic Park. Yeah. You know. I, th- I think it's just Samuel Jackson accepts every job offered to him. And Samuel Jackson is a good actor. That's the problem with Nick Cage. Mm. Samuel Jackson kind of gets what movie he's in. And he acts appropriate because he's great in the movies that are good movies. Yeah. And then he's not good in the movies that are junk. But he accepts anything. Nicolas Cage accepts anything. But he is the same that person in every movie he's in. He's like, I'm crazy. I'm unhinged. Samuel Jackson could be that in a movie that calls for it, but he can also be a normal human Nick being. Fury or Mace Windu when when the time comes. So I think that's why Samuel Jackson does it. He also probably takes pay cuts 
real quick. Uh, I just want to throw this out there because I think it's admirable. Zack Snyder's not getting paid for this Justice League movie. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That That's part of why it's getting made. He's like, I don't, I'm not going to take any money for it. He's like, listen, I just want the recognition. You did. And I want to show my story. You did such a disservice to my idea and the characters in this movie. Just let me do it. And so he's not making any money for it. That's Admiral. Yeah. Admirable. Admiral. Admiral Admiral. Admiral. It's a trap. So I think that's it for this week, guys. Thanks uh, for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed. It wasn't two hours. I hope long. you enjoyed our ten minute Bill and Ted talks, surrounded by another hour and uh, ten minutes of other stuff. But I'm you should you have you should watch the movies. They're Honestly, fun movies. I don't want to spoil the stuff for you because they're so good. Yeah. I think I, when we do the MCU stuff and the Justice League and the WandaVision episodes, it's all going to be filled with spoilers. But I feel like you have to watch Bill and Ted three. So you have to. It's so good, and I'm gonna have to. I don't know if my sister's watched it yet. But I might be like, hey, I know it's $6, but yeah, it's good. So we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye! Nerds at Odds is made possible by our supporters over on Patreon.com slash Nerds at Odds. If you want to become a member of our community and gain access to the show four days early, gain the ability to submit your questions, comments, and concerns, and so much more, consider supporting us over there. Thank you, and have a great day.